Welcome, my friends, to the Aerospace Business and Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Faust. And in today's episode, we will be putting a bow on our four-part series of Achieving Breakthrough MRO Performance in Less Than Seven Days. If you haven't already, I'd highly recommend that you go back and take a listen to episodes one through three, which is important from a building block perspective to gain a full understanding of this breakthrough system. In step one, we talked about metrics. Step two, we talked about accountability. And in step three, we touched on customer issues. And in part four, we're going to cover a simple communication formula and why you must just must absolutely have one of these if you're going to tie that bow on what that breakthrough performance looks like. So a couple of things here when it comes to communicating success within an MRO organization, not unlike any organization, if you don't have great communication and you don't have good process in place, you're apt to lose a lot of credibility with those around you, including people who work for you, people you work for, and everywhere else in the organization as well. So good results, achieving success, either on a metric standpoint or driving the accountability or having good relationships with your customers during this recovery process. If you can't put all of that together in a way that resonates with those around you, it's going to be very difficult to say that success has really happened. A couple of things to keep in mind about communication is where are you communicating the message and how are you communicating that message? First, we most typically would think about we communicate upward in the organization. That's where most of the sensitivities seem to be. That's where a lot of the politics can come into play. And that is where the, where the workload can be expanded and really take you out of your lane and, and force you to do things that you don't have time to do and are not really adding value to your organization. So how you manage up, how you manage to the boss is very, very important. Also, how you manage across the organization. And I mean to everyone, whether they're in operations or finance or human resources, you have supply chain, you have maintenance and facilities, for example, you have marketing, all of those technical, non-technical, operational, non-operational types of, of folks in the organization that need to hear a consistent theme and a consistent message to make sure that they stay interconnected with the business. So anytime you communicate, you want to make sure that it's based on reality. So let's take into consideration how we're going to communicate up to the boss. Base it on accomplishments. Base it on results. Don't base it on emotion. Don't base it on what you hoped would have happened or what you thought happened. Base it on concrete, real results because that's what they are going to resonate best with. So think about it. They are operating in a more macro environment. They are operating in a way that touches Not just your business, potentially, but many other businesses, either in that same location, across a a wide geography, for example, and to not have it based on fact and based on reality can really create confusion for everyone. Make sure it's based on accomplishments, facts, and results. You also don't want to misinform or not inform. Those are two critical elements to consider as well. So, The only thing that can be worse, I think, than sharing no information is sharing wrong information. You never want to do that. You want to go with 
what you know. And if you don't know everything, that's okay. Share with them what you know. Be transparent, just like you were with your customers during this recovery period, just like you created this accountability system during the recovery period to hold people to account for performance and behaviors. You also want to do that when managing the message up through the organization too. Next, you want to create a simple rhythm and strategy for this communication. One of the ways I've done it in the past, and it's likely to to do well for you too, is to create a one-page dashboard. So think about executives think in pictures and simple information because they typically have more bureaucracy on their plate. They typically are involved in one meeting to another meeting to another meeting, one discussion to another, phone call interruptions. It's very difficult for an executive or a leader of multiple locations in in some cases to have a consistent amount of time that they can focus on any one thing. So by having a very simplistic approach to this, can really make a difference for how your communication resonates and how your performance is accepted or not accepted. It's an emotional as well as a factual experience for your boss. During these few seconds or a minute that they're going to review something from you, it has to connect with them. It has to hit them. It has to has to scream out on paper in a way that is Sesame Street. This is the performance we achieved. This is why it's good. This is an example of what that looks like. Here are are a reason or two. Here is a reason or two as to why it is the way it is. Simple, clear, concise. They can move on with their day with confidence in you and how you've led this organization or been a part of this transformation, ensuring that the business is prepared to serve the customers on a much higher level and more consistently going forward. So on this one-page dashboard, and and no more than one page, one-sided also in one page, don't make it microscopic font. Don't make it where they need to put on uh, reading glasses or use an eye loop to be able to discern what this dashboard is telling them. Think in pictures as much as you can. Words are important and language matters. But pictures, as the old adage says, can really tell a thousand words. On this dashboard, if you have five metrics that you've been chasing and you've simplified the metrics, as we talked about back in episode one, metrics can be confusing. So as you've simmered down the metrics to a few critical things that have leverage points and have an ability to influence outcomes in other ways of the business. For example, as we discussed, if you lower backlog, it increases cycle time in the long run. It increases revenue. It creates a, a, a better, well-oiled organization. It has, it has multiple outcomes for chasing one thing. So if you have three, four, five things that you've decided to improve, out of the 20 or 30 possibilities that you could have chosen, include those four or five on the dashboard. For example, on-time delivery, backlog could be one of them. Revenue improvement could be one of them. You pick it to fit your business and your areas of recovery that are most important to you and make sure to share those on your dashboard. Put them up on the left side 
if you look at a landscaped eight and a half by 11 document, a page, list the one, two, three, four, five things down the left side. Could be in a graph, it could be in a table that shows clearly delineated performance highlights, not details of every aspect, but the highlights of that performance that an executive or a leader can look at and say, I clearly see the message here. Something is getting better. Something is getting worse. And it's okay if things get worse. The world is not going to change overnight. It didn't happen overnight to get into a situation that's negative. It's not going to solve itself overnight either. And it's not realistic to, to expect that from, from people, you know, from one day to the next. Be consistent, though. Communicate good performance and bad performance. Don't shy away from poor performance because of the perception that you believe it might cause. I think what you would find and what is typical that I've seen is that leaders appreciate the reality and the transparency of that communication. And that will go so much further than trying to put lipstick on a pig and create a story around something that's not reality. Think about how you articulate that in this one-page dashboard up to your leader or your boss. Also, next to each one of these, let's say, five metrics down the left side, on the right side of this page, next to each one of these areas of a table or a chart, however you decide to format it, have some very highlighted, simplified text that serves as color commentary. If performance is going down, why is it going down? Don't give the 27 bullet points of all the things that, that you believe happened. List one or two comments, no more than a couple of bullet points as to why that performance is the way it is. Then say, maybe in one bullet point, here's what we're doing about it. So if you have two bullet points that says, this is why we are the way we are, this is why that trend is the way it is, or why it's better or worse than what it was the last since the last time I've updated this report to you or this dashboard to you, one or two lines there, bullets there, and one line about what is the one thing that you're doing to make that better? Is it a Kaizen event? What is it? Is it a series of different decisions that you've made that you anticipate changing the dynamic of that performance? What is the one bullet? So think of it in terms of two bullets for color commentary, one bullet for an action as to what you're doing to make it better than what it is. It could be poor going to better. It could be good going to even better than good. There's always those opportunities we have to be on the lookout for and making sure we're, we're communicating those as just as clearly and honestly and transparently as we can. This dashboard is really designed to inform your boss, not to educate them. They understand the business. They recognize the challenges. They are in those positions because of that. You are there to update them, to provide them a nugget of information that they can grasp onto and get this indication that the business is operating in a certain way and that there's a very clear understanding of the why and the what's being done about it. Don't educate them and try to tell them the 20, again, the 27 bullet points as to why everything is the way it is. Number one, they won't read it. Number two, they'll just think you're covering yourself and trying to hide something. And three, because they don't read it, they're um, off spending time with other people and other businesses 
and you've lost that one opportunity for them to spend even 30 seconds thinking about what's going on in your business. They will. It may not be in that instance on that dashboard when they do decide to spend time in the business because they either haven't read or haven't been able to spend time on that dashboard because it was too complicated. It wasn't clear enough. It was it was too detailed. They're going to come back, ask you 100 questions that you may not be prepared for. So anticipate the boss's needs, anticipate what it is that's most important to them in terms of depicting and describing your performance within your MRO and don't sugarcoat it. Give it to them and it will minimize uh, any future uh, disruption because they weren't given anything at all. So simple, don't educate, inform. It's almost like a resume, for example. You know, when you have a resume, you don't put your life story on a resume. You, you put the highlights, right? You What's the intent of a resume? You, you're submitting a resume to a company or, or your HR department, for example, to, to get an interview. If that gets you an interview, you use that interview to really dig deep into what value you bring the organization. So think of it a little bit like a resume. A dashboard quenches the thirst, gets them feeling a certain way about you and your performance, and they can move on and decide that they want to ask more questions or want to get clarifying information. And if they do, that's great. Let them come to you. Let them ask you the questions. Don't try to solve it all up front. You've got to get your boss trained. You've got to train your boss on what to expect from you, how they can best interact with you to make sure that A, they get the best out of you and B, that you are providing and feeding them the information that they expect. It's a two-way street. If you think of it in terms of you got to train your boss. That's a great way to look at it. From a housekeeping standpoint and from a logistics standpoint, never, ever miss submitting a dashboard of performance or update to your boss. Consistency is key. Even worse than the data not appearing good or the data being uh, demonstrating poor performance, for example, worse than that could ever be is on again, off again. I give it to you for two weeks. I give you an update. I don't tell you anything for the next month. Then I give you one. I skip a week. That will frustrate them beyond belief. Be consistent with the process. Be transparent. Never miss a week. And that will serve you very, very well, not only as you recover the business and achieve that breakthrough performance, but just on a go forward basis and how you operate, uh, even in good times, regardless if things are 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 or fully recovered or not, but in good times, that'll be a, a highly appreciated activity and a behavior from you. Also, you want to share this similar information, maybe not on a dashboard, but the similar type of information, this boiled down example of what good performance looks like. If that's those five metrics, for example, you want to share that across the organization. You don't want to hide it. If it's great, you want to share it. If it's not great, you want to share it. If it's horrible, you want to share it. You want to make sure to share the transparent message. The folks on the floor and the folks in the functions and the people that are tabulating the sales and talking to the customers are super invested in how the business is doing, how that MRO is performing. If you miss people, it will create a huge employee relations issue. It'll create a trust issue and a communication issue with the team. And it's just something that's it's so easily overcome and so easily solved. You never want to put yourself in that position. So, so share that information freely and openly 
with the team and challenge them to get better. How do we get better? Your engagement matters. That accountability matters. How do we exercise and pulse this process on a regular basis? It's a way that puts them in the front seat of the performance and ensures that they can take the wheel and really be empowered to drive change and drive improvement. Behaviors through all this is the key. It's not the tools. Dashboard, hey, great, it looks great, but it's the consistency with the dashboard. Communicating metrics to the team, yeah, great, here's how we're doing, good or bad. It's how you communicate them. It's the method and the personality of which you communicate them. It's the energy, the passion, the desire to improve, the modeling of these behaviors that's important. Behaviors, think of it as the 80 20 rule. It's 80 per, everything you do, everything you do in life. It's not just an aerospace, it's not just an MRO recovery, it's not in the OEM, it's not anything. It's everything. It's not any one thing, it's everything in life. It's typically 80% behaviors and 20% stuff, 20% tools, 20% things other than behaviors. Act the right way, communicate the right way, treat people the right way, and use that golden rule, do unto them as you want done to you. Life will be exponentially easier for you, as well as engaging to all of your employees and across the organization. So, so really keep the behavior aspect in mind in everything you do through an MRO recovery and everything in life. It's not used for any one thing, but for everything. That'll largely wrap us up for this four-part series on creating and achieving MRO breakthrough performance in less than seven days. Again, I highly recommend you go back and listen to episodes one, two, and three as they touch on those initial topics of of metrics and accountability and customers. And now in this final part of the four-part series, this simple way to communicate performance and results to your boss and across the organization, they all go together. They don't act or operate in isolation, but they are interdependent on each other and ensure that the outcomes can be as good as possible. Go back and listen to those if you would. And that'll wrap us up on this four-part series. I appreciate your engagement and listening to this. If you find this information valuable, please share it with a friend. You can also go to the Aerospace Leadership Institute website at aerospaceleader.com. And it's the hub for everything. You can find links to the podcast there. You can get a free limited time, lifetime membership to our uh, portal there that will give you resources and videos and things. I'm continuing to build that out and you'll see that mature over time. You can get a written guide to this four-part series as well. If you're more into looking at um, a handbook or a guide that follows along with this four-part podcast series, you can go to MROleaderguide.com. That's MROleaderguide.com. That's a direct link there, and you can download that MRO Leader Guide for Breakthrough Performance uh, instantly. Also, if you are struggling with anything and are looking for some coaching, looking for advice, if you're an aerospace professional, a leader within the aerospace community, and are thinking to yourself, I really need help getting unstuck in business, leadership, mindset in life. Maybe it's stress or workplace balance. You don't have the balance that you that you need to be successful. 
I am offering a complimentary 90-minute deep coaching experience for those who are interested. It doesn't cost a penny. It is completely to serve you and to help get you unstuck. And it's absolutely free. If you'd like to learn more about that, I am not selling anything from that that is designed to serve you. If you are interested in learning more, just go over to the main website at aerospaceleader.com. There's a link up at the top menu called uh, coaching. You can also go directly at aerospaceleader.com forward slash coaching. Well, that'll do it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. Please consider subscribing and leaving a rating on Apple Podcasts. And I look forward to our time together next week. Have a good one.